The sales robots have taken over, and they're decimating deals left and right, destroying them right in their tracks. On the AI for Sales podcast, our mission is to empower everyday sellers to embrace AI superpowers to build new bridges and crush quota. Dr. Joel Abon said it best in the AI for Sales book, in sales, time kills deals. In AI for Sales, AI kills time. Join our hosts as we learn from the C-suite of the world's fastest growing companies about how you can leverage AI today to transform your sales revenue engine while being the best version of you. Hey everybody, Chad Burmeister, and I'm your host of the AI for Sales podcast. And today I'm, I've got someone from Boston uh, where apparently the weather is in the 50s. So it's it's kind of cold, warm, all in, all in the same day. And um, really going to have an interesting conversation. He loves to be up to speed on the latest and greatest technologies. And his name is Mazwe Ene. And uh, Mazwe, great, very good to have you here. What's uh, Tell us about the, your company. Um, what do you do? What do you help people do? Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me, Chad. But basically, the way that we work out here at A Media is that we help specific e-commerce businesses, uh, particularly in the lifestyle space, kind of grow with their advertising, right? So making sure that they're data-driven and using that information to particularly, right, to optimize where they want to go, right, the different channels, um, how they're funnels and all that type of prospecting to get those better conversions um, for their prospects. So that's probably the most simplest form to, to put it on. Yeah. Got it. And the website for our listeners is aim-media.co. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Perfect. Excellent. Well, let's dig in. I'd like to help our audience get to know you as a person before we dig into you as a leader and as, yeah. a, as a consultant. Um, yeah. And that is what was your thing when you were younger, like six, seven, eight years old? What do you remember loving to do when you were a kid? Man, you know, I, first off, so I grew up in Minnesota. Um, so I've kind of been in different parts of, you know, the world and different in the area. Um, but I think always for me was kind of remembering how, you know, as a childhood, you know, just going in and meeting different people. Um, that was always something that was really unique. You know, just seeing, okay, how can we kind of bring all this together? You know, I always love connecting with that energy and just meeting with your fellow friends, right? And one of the things I really love to do was always play sports. Um, so I was big, big sports fan. You know, I've been to soccer, basketball, like you name it, I probably played it all. Um, so it's just being athletic as a kid, you know, kind of having that bouncing energy, you know, especially as you, you know, grow older, you know, especially for me, I, I recently graduated actually like a couple months ago, so six, about six to, to eight months ago. And so you kind of get to see what the adult world is like. Um, so you just look at it, you think back, you're like, wow, this is really different, but it's, it's a journey. And so that's kind of what I've been, I've been doing right now. So that's one thing I would say I remember. Yeah. That's excellent. So if you think of your younger self that liked to play sports and everything else, and he kind of came in the room right now and said, Hey man, good to see you again. Um, What do you think he would say about where you are in life and kind of what you're working on? I think first thing you would say is like you look older. <laughs> um, I've got a lot of people that say like how old are you? And I'm like oh like I'm only I, I recently just turned 22, so my my birthday was February 28th. Um, but I think first thing he would say is like oh you look older. Um, but I think one thing that he would say in life is that you know how how things been right? How have you grown? What's the biggest challenge that you probably face? And you know Mazway, what's something I should know? And I tell him hey Mazway, you know <laughs> one of these things in life is you know it's it's never as you predict right, but continue to grow continue to challenge yourself there's going to be a period in life you know where you you face some hard things right but as long as you continue to make sure that you're developing yourself right and doing a lot of self-improvement um 
that's the biggest thing that you can do and you'll, you'll definitely succeed and let's see where we can go. So. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I think we as adults, air quotes, tend to forget <laughs> that we are kind of the same person that we were made to be when we were younger. Exactly. And, you know, whatever age we're at, we're still that spirit and that soul. So that essence, it's yeah, important yeah, to keep yeah. that kind of innocent child life looking at the world. So, yeah. all right, let's dig a little bit into the AI conversation. You know, I would say most companies probably are using some form of AI. They just may not know it in today's world. Yeah. And, and then, you know, defining AI can be hard, right? We're, there's automation and then there's pretty advanced, you know, leveraging really heavy sets of AI. Tell us yeah. about what you've seen related to automation and AI in the marketing world and the types of things that you're doing as a business. Yeah, I think particularly like, you know, how we were mentioning before um, is I use kind of different software. So, you know, people might use Zapier, you know, you might use all these different type of automation tools um, that are pretty unique that you, you don't even know, like we're talking about, right? You might have that spectrum where, you know, you might have like a Google AI where it can have a whole conversation with you, or you might have the most simplest of automations and how they're kind of used. And I think the AI space is such a unique place that it's still growing, right? I think there was a lot of hype, you know, around like 2015, I'd maybe say, right? There's a lot of hype. Everybody's, oh, AI, AI. And now you probably question like where where did the AI space go? You know what's all these people talking about now? It's blockchain, NFTs, um, and these things die, but they always you know, it's next thing you know they come back, right? Before you know it, like you might be using Netflix. Oh, I have a favorite favorite TV show, ninety seven percent. Maybe I should check this out. Um, so these type of things I also utilize in my business and kind of seeing right. I was talking about a software where you can have a different writing tool, right, to find the best pitch towards your prospect, and so you kind of use that language that you might not have the capabilities to think of. Um, but with the software is programmed, you might think of a different language tool, um, which can help you at the end of the day, right? And it's not this scary thing where AI, you know, is going to take over the world. It's just a simple tool, you know, that can kind of manifest and kind of implement. Yeah. In your business. Well, like when you go to write an email in Google and it knows the rest of your sentence before you even type it in, right? Exactly. <laughs> Those are the kinds of things that are getting pretty interesting out there. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. And before people would probably think that was weird, right? I remember when that first feature came out, I was like, what is this? <laughs> but now it's such a, a commonplace thing. I don't even, you know, realize it. So. Yeah, that's right. You know, I was with, it's my, it's my birthday today, in fact. Uh, so yours was just recently. So I think that yeah. means, means we're both Pisces, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, correct. <laughs> we're probably right on the border of the Pisces as it were. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I, I was hanging out with some kids that were younger than me recently uh, at a trade show. Yeah. And they were, they were doing the voice to text feature quite a lot. And yeah. I'm like, what are they doing? You know, they would just sit there and talk to their phone and then it would text. Yeah. And um, I, I think that's a pretty a pretty prevalent use case of, of technology these days. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I think with with even me, like when before, like when I think my age and I'm a big like predominant preacher and like Gen Z. Right. And where we can go is just gender generation. Right. You might have different ways you divide yourself. Um, but if you divide yourself as a generation, I think Gen Z, we have so much potential. And there's many friends that I've talked about it, different type of business associates where I was like, there's so much that we can do right now um, and push ourselves as leaders as we kind of grow into the world and manifest. Right. That technology usage, whether it's for the AI, you know, blockchain, there's so much you can do. Um, so you kind of have to find your niche, right, and carve something for yourself um, that, you know, who knows where it might go, might, might branch out, you know, I have different journeys, I have other interests in AI, blockchain as well. And so these are things that I'm developing and kind of thinking about. But you know, when you take that, take that thing, it, it might blow up. So. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, what I'm learning recently, because I run two separate podcasts, one's called mm. Living a Better Story, and then this one, AI for Sales. Yeah. And people, you know, kind of the get in where you fit in thing, right? Who did God make me to be yeah. is part of it. And when you can, when you can, you don't know unless you kind of try different aspects, right? And then yeah. you say, oh, yeah. that one's not very fun for me, but <laughs> yeah. so I, I definitely uh, follow that. It, you know, it became pretty prevalent, pretty easy for me to understand early because I was really competitive. And so mm. when I read a book on sales and it, every single line item talked about who I am as a person, I was like, okay, I'm a salesperson. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. identified with that pretty quickly. Yeah. I definitely, I actually had a, a similar story. You know, I used to watch this person. Um, his name is Patrick, but David also got really interested. Um, this guy also, Ty Lopez. I'm not sure if you ever saw that ad, but it was like, hey, knowledge. <laughs> and he had his Lamborghini in the background and kind of that, that was kind of my sort of introduction into entrepreneurship. But, you know, one of the things that, you know, they always kind of preached and especially Patrick, but David was kind of focusing on, you know, sales and having your sales skills. And people might call me an, an extrovert. I think I, I lie somewhere in between the introverted and extroverted side. Um, but you learn how to kind of communicate with others, right? And how to kind of tell something. And I think sales is not just, you know, about pitching somebody. It's actually kind of forming a relationship, right? And kind of communicating how how can I help you, right? And making it actually genuine and making sure that the person actually notices, right? What you're trying to do is genuine. And I think that's also the other part, right? It's not just you, it's another person and how you kind of build that together, so. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. yeah, the best sellers are really good at, getting to truly understand what the other other parties looking for. Um, in fact, at the recent conference that I was just at, yeah. there's a guy named Marcus Sheridan who talked mm. and he said that his, in 2008, his pool business almost went away, like wow. almost went bankrupt. Well, then he, be, he moved it to an online selling motion, the first in the pool business to go online. And you would think, how the heck could you sell pools online? Well, he would go in, ask questions, disqualify people faster than you would qualify. So mm. they sell fiberglass pools. And it was like, wow. how deep do you want it? And yeah. is square okay? And if they're like, yeah. no, no, I need it to be circular or look like yeah. a guitar or something silly. Yeah. He'd be like, no, you, you're not a good fit. But let me introduce yeah. you to the company who's really good for you. Yeah. Like, who does that? Yeah. Pushes someone to a competitor. Yeah. And he said, yeah. as a result, by him showing the competitor earlier in the process, it totally caused them to be the number one pool seller in the world. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So and that's that's lining with the with the customer's needs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Most salespeople would tend to say, oh, well, I don't know, that's a little out of the box, but let me see if I could do that for you. Yeah. And then yeah. the customer has a lousy experience. Yeah. And tells all their friends that they had a lousy yeah. experience. I think that that's especially the hardest part when you're when you're starting out, right? When you need that money, you might need these particular things, but you learn that hey, you know, it's probably best to disqualify certain people, right? Because the people that you have become your true believers in essence, right? And they're the people that are probably going to stick with you in the long run. They're the people that allow you to have a higher retention rate and people that you actually believe in themselves, right? And you're like, well, I can actually help you, right? And this is how we can actually form a relationship um, between each other and have uh, a great prospering of business, you know, through the future. That's so, right. That's all right, so let's let's do that. Let's go down that uh, path because yeah. if you think of the companies that you're serving now, yeah. is there something they have in common, right? You said lifestyle brands. I'm, I guess I'm not as familiar with that term. So yeah. what would be the, the right kind of company that comes in and you're able to really give them a huge lift in their sales and their reach? 
Yeah. So particularly, I think with with most businesses, so to to kind of get in a little more depth, right? So lifestyle covers a lot of things, right? It's kind of this new thing, like lifestyle, like what is, what is that? But lifestyle might be, you know, different types of apparel, you know, like you might think of like Lululemon, you might have, you know, like Nike, you might have like different types of, you know, let, let's say like nutritional brands right but it's, it becomes almost like a cult following right like oh like i believe in this oh man this is this is the greatest product i have right and it becomes a part of the way you live your life right whether that's you know these different products that you use to go to the gym and so using that i would say most of them right if they're coming to us they're looking at how can we you know ch- ignite ourselves right i had a conversation with one lady right i was just saying like you know this is one things that she did right and she had a, a skincare business um but she was looking like okay how can i ignite my business right i've been selling you know i have a pharmacy i have all these type of things but how can i actually make sure i'm actually gonna be effective online right and so what i was telling her is hey you need to make sure that maybe you might have change your product, you know, scheme up, right? You might need to add a new product line. You know, this product might be your day creams might actually be focusing on, you know, different types of women in different age bracket than another bracket that your product is selling. She's like, oh, like that's something very interesting. Like I never thought about that, right? And so you gotta look at people and look at them at their 360 approach, right? It's not always just sometimes like focusing on their paid advertising or things of that. You actually have to look at, hey, how's your business scheme going? Right. And I think one of the things I always say is people to have an open mind, right? Because you never know what you might change right and some of the advice you might not like hearing it it might be you know extra cost but hey we're going to guarantee you a different type of result for your returns right to make sure that you're getting it. and if you don't like it you can go you can you can we can change things up you know we'll help you there to to foster that relationship right because i believe in you and you hopefully believe in me right and so i would also say belief and conviction from their part is a, is a crucial part to kind of helping their business right and so and just in sale, sales in general i'd say if you don't have conviction it's kind of hard to sell so that <laughs> That's what I would probably say. I heard a a CEO of a company that's like the number three on Amazon and they Mm. sell through Amazon. And similar to what you're sharing here, he would go in and they've got this calculator that that say, what's the margin and how many units are selling of a particular uh, whatever that is. Right. It could be beauty care. It could be uh, a drink of some kind or apparel or whatever. Yeah. And and so to your point, if someone comes in and they say, hey, our number one selling thing at stores is fill in the blank, the shawl or something. And it's this much margin and it jumps off the shelves. Well, online, that might be a completely and totally unique. Maybe that's only 3% margins and it wouldn't be worth bringing that online. Yeah. But if you would do something different with those materials and make mm-hmm. another product, that yeah. thing, hey, let me look at the category, let me look at the skew, let me compare yeah. it. Those are the things that you're talking about, right? Is doing yeah. that kind of an analysis for a company. Yeah, exactly. No, that's cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think a lot of people haven't heard that necessarily before. It almost reminds me of uh, early in my career, I was with the transportation company FedEx. Okay. And they would bring in product and they would yeah. store it at a facility and then they would ship it. Well, Dave, this guy, would bring things in from international as one pallet, break them down, and then send them out. So he had to go in and say, look, if you change the product from this big, huge, heavy packaging down to this kind of packaging, then you don't have to store it in the facility. You can send it directly from uh, APAC or wherever it's coming in from. So same kind of concept, distributing physical goods versus distributing information and selling these goods online 
yeah. it's there's so much in the data that you can figure yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the space additionally is it's growing so much, right? Like I, I posted on my LinkedIn. So if anybody wants to go check it out, um, just mess with NA my name. But you'll see that e-commerce has been growing so much, right? And the space is continuing to grow, right? And I think especially for like I was talking about my generation, right? You it, it, it's something that you almost know of like, oh, I just buy in line. Like that's that's not even that crazy to you, right? But then if you look at it as more of a business perspective, you're like, wow, like this is something growing year over year. And it's not, we haven't even hit like the whole iceberg. And so when you see that, you're like, whoa, okay, there's so much potential in here um, and the space is growing and how there's different things you can do. It doesn't have to just be, you know, advertising. It could be, you know, starting your own brand. A lot of people have brands that they want to start. Um, and so those type of things, when you, you put them together, you know, you get to see, okay, this is how, how things are growing and how can I take advantage of that? So I totally agree with what you're saying. So I concur with you. Where do you think it's heading in three to five years, um, specifically around selling online? Mm -hmm. any, any thoughts on AI and the selling motion? Yeah, I think if I had to say, I think like you're, how you're talking about automating certain tools, right, and providing different data, right? And so obviously we know the thing going on with Meta, you know, and how that collecting information is changing up. And so, you know, you can't do the same thing of where you're tracking cookies, right? Um, but a lot of people, I was talking to a mentor, right? He's kind of mentioning, right, doing different types of conversion APIs, right? When you input that data and how you're able to circulate it. So what I see is those type of automation tools and certain things that, you know, we are doing today as, you know, hands-on is going to be more automated, right? You're going to have more information to collect that's even better, right, than what you're probably using previously, right? When you look at technology, technology is always to improve, right, and to make things simplistic, right? And so why not go with the same thing that's already been working? So to give it the outline, right, I'm not the whole, you know, I'm not a whole genius and, hey, this is exactly what's going to happen, right? But that I'm definitely going to tell you something is going to become more simplistic, right? And make your life easier. And if you can bank upon that trend and take your emotions out of it, right? You'll get to where you need to get to. So yeah, that's, that's, that's right. Yeah. And so if, if, if you're a salesperson, then what skills would be, what do you think the salesperson should focus on knowing that some of the, you know, some of the automation will be coming in on the automating the manual tasks. Yeah. Where do you think the sales professional should focus their time? I think it'd be more on, if I had to say, and why I say this is particularly like how I was talking about that writing tool. Um, it can come up with unique language, right? Where you're just like, wow, like I, I used it and I was like, wow, this is good, you know? And so I think if I had to use one word, it always comes up to like creativity, right? But the way it's channeled is a little different. Um, and so, right, if it, if it becomes right? That writing thing, right? Becoming a writer, you would think, right, it takes so much, um, so much knowledge, right? And input. And it does, right? But obviously that what we know of AI, right? It can only handle so much, right? So if you gave it a whole paragraph and a whole book to write off, you go through that book, some things are going to probably look off, right? And so I think it's, it's not just creativity in the short stance, right? But how can you take that longer, right? So if you're doing that in a different channel, right? Where are you gonna make it that your information, right? Is, and the way you're transferring that information, whether it's a book, all these type of um, channels, how can you do that in a longer format, right? And I think that's what's becoming so cool about podcasts these days, right? Is that you can talk to somebody, right? Me and you are having a conversation and this is not something AI can do, right? And so I know there was another person I was working with before, he's kind of talking about, he made his own podcast, right? Talking about how you can 
sell, you can do all these things. And so maybe there's a way for AI to play a part in that, you know, and change something up and, and add a revolution. It's not really my space and criteria, um, but I think that'd be something unique where, you know, salespeople can kind of um, think about and, and add their own ingenuity. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I've really enjoyed the conversation. I think um, anybody listening, if you're if you're in lifestyle brands or you're looking to make money by moving your products online, um, this would be a good way to go. So check it out. You can reach Mazway at aim-media.co. It's aim-media.co. And uh, it's a well put together website, I must say. So thank you very much. <laughs> cool. so, enjoyed getting to know your business. Enjoyed uh, sharing your thoughts. So thank you very much for being on the podcast. Thank you very much, man. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining another AI for Sales podcast. We'll catch you on the next one. Hey, you made it this far in your AI for Sales journey. Want to augment your sales growth? First, leave us a review and then visit www.scalex.ai to claim your free strategy session today.